Welcome to the Faith Mamas Podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. We're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up a lot. But we have been called to a mighty work, motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry, but we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mamas is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to the Faith Mamas Podcast. This podcast has been made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. Become a Faith Mama sponsor and join us in spreading the message of hope, healing, and deliverance to moms across the world. Hello, Faith Mamas, and welcome back to the Faith Mamas podcast. We are so excited to kick off a new month with a new series in conjunction with our online Bible study called and set apart. We'll be digging deep into who God has called us to be all month long, and we pray that you will join us. And right now, I'm going to kick it over to my sister, Janice, who's going to tell us a little bit about the Mom Life Roll Call. Yes, Mom Life Roll Call is back by popular demand. We know you all miss us blasting your children on the podcast. So we decided to make sure we picked up right where we left off with those awesome stories of our wonderful little or big people, uh, those moments that we have as moms that make us want to scream, cry, sometimes laugh, or even sometimes just wonder why. I think sometimes I wonder more why than anything (laughs) else. Um, But we want you to share those stories. So what I'm going to do, we normally go and pull these from the the Faith Mama virtual village. But this week, because we're kind of reinstituting this into the podcast, I'm going to ask my lovely co-host to let me know if they have any mom life moments they would love to share. How long do we have on this podcast? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> well, my, so my, our three-year-old spent the weekend with her BG. And you guys know how it is when your kiddos spend the weekends with their grandparents. So there's a little adjustment that has to happen when mom and dad are back in the picture. Um, and just now before uh, we jumped on this podcast recording, we we're at the table trying to have dinner as a family. And my little person was falling asleep at the dinner table, like head down, eyes closed, like falling asleep. So I'm like, all right, well, let's just go to bed. Like, you've had enough dinner. Let's go to sleep. So, of course, we get upstairs and she's like, I want to eat my rice. And like full-blown stage seven toddler meltdown over some rice because <laughs> this girl could just she couldn't even stay awake at the dinner table she's so exhausted and it's just like that fight that they put up when it's just like okay you know you're really tired just give in to sleep guys just give in, mm-hmm. give in. yes i know that stage seven tantrum moment all too well all too well. You know what, one, I just have to throw this in. It's not a big one, but it kind of ties into what you were saying, Ryan. What is it about late at night when it's about to be bedtime, all of a sudden I'm hungry, thirsty, tired, cranky. I, I don't know. I need everything. I need a cookie from last week. I need the dress from my counter and I didn't want it. All of a sudden my finger hurts. I got this cut. I need a Band-Aid. Yeah, like, 17 sips of room temperature water. No, right. I, I understand. I'm like, oh my goodness. I was trying to put my sons to bed and my, my um, Noah, he's such a, such a popular one on the show. He's like, oh, my, I need water. 
can you have water at the time it's now what you need water right now yes i'm so thirsty oh and i'm like where did this all of a sudden unquenchable thirst come from like <laughs> you were fine until i said it's bedtime and now all of a sudden i'm so parched my throat mm-hmm. They are they are masters of the stall tactics. Masters. Yes, absolutely. And I see Isaiah is picking them up now too, because no <laughs> do the water thing. And Isaiah's like, water, water, water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so yes, I understand. And this is not even after this is not even after a weekend with grandparents. This is just every day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, mom life for real. Definitely. Mom life is awesome. It's mm-hmm. awesome. I have a very quick one and I'll say it real fast because uh, because we're coming upon Easter slash Resurrection Sunday and so my child felt that we had not decorated in our home for Easter. And I said, okay. So we went out yesterday and she wanted to get some plastic eggs, which guys, it's too early for them. Trust me. I'm already regretting it. And so she decided that she was going to hide them. And she asked me if she could hide them yesterday. And I said, sure, because I was occupied. Go ahead, hide them. So today I go in the kitchen to cook something. And I'm pulling the drawer out to get a spoon. And there was the plastic egg. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and she's like, mommy, good job. You found it. <laughs> We're just going to leave it there. <laughs> Woohoo! That's all I'm going to say about it. I, I won the Easter egg hunt contest in my house two week, two to three weeks before Easter. That's all I'm going to say. We're just going to leave it. I need Easter to come to March. There we go. There we go. Mom, mom life. Mom life. Man, mom life is so awesome, you guys. And I'm just so excited to be with you guys and digging into some content and digging into the topic and the for this whole month. So let's just kick it off with a question. What do you ladies think when you hear the phrase, called and set apart so for me when I think of called and set apart I think of someone like I think of like roll call from school I know that sounds so elementary I was trying to figure this out for a long time I'm like what does it mean to be called it's kind of like are you here you're present yes Janice you're here and <laughs> now you're going to sit at group in table two because you're right <laughs> table two like I know that's not biblical it's going to blow some people's minds but that is exactly what I thought about when I thought about called and set apart I've been accounted for, and I'm asked to go to a certain position. Mm. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, I, I, my perception is similar. Um, I, my brain kind of goes more to like the word chosen. That like called is like we're we are chosen, handpicked by God, selected. Um, however many different synonyms I could think of, but that is where my brain goes to first. Mm. You know, it's so funny. I think of the, I don't know why the phrase set apart kind of stuck out to me. And I'll be honest, y'all, when I saw it called and set apart, I thought lonely. That's just what kind of came to my head. I was like set apart, like literally like all everybody's over here and you're all, you're put over here. Um, you're kind of set apart from the crowd, from the people. And I don't know why that, that's what that made me think. So from being real, that's honestly what it made me think. And I'm excited for us to be able to get into this and start digging into this topic to find out, you know, what is God saying about this topic of called and set apart? What does that mean? 
Because I think sometimes in the church, we can start talking church and needs and say, call them set apart. And people are like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? And so we're going to go ahead to the scripture, 1 Peter uh, chapter 2, verse 9, starting at verse 9. And right here it says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. I'm going to go ahead and read that again. So it says, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Okay, so what stands out to you guys in this scripture? What stood out to me was that we are God's special possession. That That's what stood out to me the most. And then the second part that stood out to me was him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. So for me, I think the second part, Ryan, what you said, it stood out. And then a little bit before that, the part that you may declare the praises of him who called you out. Like it's that part that we have a duty, right? Like we're not just called and set apart because we're special, although we are, but we have a responsibility. So I think the thing that stood out to me was like, there was a responsibility because I'm supposed to declare the praises of him who called me out. That's why I'm being called out. And you know, it's so funny when I was reading this, I was thinking, who is he talking to? Like, I was thinking about um, Peter and like, who is he talking to here? And one of the things I realized he was talking to specifically, he was talking to the children of Israel that are now believers in Christ, right? So he's going around, because a lot of times we read Paul's writings, and Paul is specifically talking to the Gentiles, and here Peter is going and he's talking to um, the children of Israel that have accepted Christ. And so when I think about this, I think about this, the kind of the separation that's kind of happening, because in the Old Testament, when you hear like God's chosen people, you're just talking about the children of Israel, right? But here, Peter is talking about the children of Israel specifically that are believers in Christ, which means that it's all believers in Christ that are uh, kind of assigned this these titles, right? Chosen people, royal priesthood, holy nation, God's special possession. So now all of those that are believers in Christ now get these designations that used to only be um, those things that were called for the children of Israel. But because of, you know, the sacrifice that Christ made on the cross, now we are now grafted into these things as well. So I think one of the things that I was thinking about was what all these titles mean. Like, what does it mean to be a chosen people? What does it mean to be a royal priesthood? Like, what does that mean? What does it mean to be a holy nation? What does it mean to be God's special possession? Like these, like these titles, these designations that are happening, that really stood out to me. Like, what do these things mean um, today to us? Because we know that God's word is living, so they must mean something to us now. And I feel like I kind of got a handle on God's special possession, but I'm kind of like, hmm, what is a royal priesthood? Like, what is that? And I'm going to throw it to you guys. What are your thoughts when you look at each of these designations, chosen people, royal priesthood, holy nation? What are these things? What is he saying? Who, I feel like he's giving us, giving us like, the cliff notes, like, who are you? Cliff note version. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm like, what, are, what, are, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I think for me, um, 
when I start to kind of think about those segments, those different designations that he says who we are, the the thing that uh, my brain connects to right off the bat is that um, we're part of a body, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're part of something that's bigger than just ourselves. We're part of uh, a community. We're part of a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We're part of um, God's body. Um, and, and as he created us as believers, that we are, we are one within the body of Christ. And um, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of where the Holy Spirit started leading me with that. Ryan, can I give you a high five? Like, you just blew my mind <laughs> in those two minutes. Because honestly, I was reading it, and I was thinking, me, 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 right? I was like, me, me, me. But when you said, you really highlighted the point that this is, these are all plural titles. Like, it's, it's about a community and a group of people. Look, high five, high five over the airwaves, right? Because <laughs> that, that, I'm like, you're so right. Like, chosen people, again, that's community royal priesthood, like priesthood, like a group of people, holy nation, like the only one that can kind of be maybe individual is like God's special possession. But all of the other ones are very group oriented. Like it's like, no, you're not the only one. How many times, I mean, like I think about the prophet Elijah that like was like feeling like I'm the only one left. Like, you know, how many times do we feel like that? But Peter is really letting us know, like, we're a part of a group. We're a part of a group of people, and this is a group designation. Hmm, that's good. I don't know, that, that, thank you, Ryan. That kind of, that's good. Mm. Don't thank me. Thank the Holy Spirit, girl. Yeah, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you the bomb. You the bomb, Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes. All right, so how does all of this relate to your identity? So, you know, it's interesting because Ryan's point that she just made, made me rethink my identity. Because at first I was thinking, I was like, okay, so that means I'm royal, I'm, you know, this, I'm chosen. But now it makes me feel like I'm only that because of the community that are, of believers that surround me. Mm. So, like, for me now, I realize my identity, of course, is in Christ, absolutely, 100%. But he refines and defines that because of my involvement with those around me as we all push toward, you know, forth in the the effort he called us to right which is to you know be like him and to um be used so that other people will be drawn to him so it's kind of like my identity is wrapped up in all of those things not just him and not just me being Mm. special i am what i am because of those around me Mm, that's good Ooh, that's really good yeah you know (laughs) that thought process that ryan kind of took us on really it also made me rethink you know, what does it mean to be called and set apart? And what does it mean to have purpose? And what does it mean to, you know, walk in accordance to God's will? And as we look at all these things and recognize that they're all plural and recognize that they all involve some element of community, it takes me back um, to when they were asking Jesus, are we just finished reading Matthew last month? So it takes me back to when they were asking Jesus, they were like, um, in Matthew, uh, this is what chapter is this? Matthew chapter 22, um, and then go to verse 30, verse 36. So it says, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. And so it kind of makes me 
think like a lot of times when we think of purpose and we think of like, what's my, what's my thing, God, what did you call me to do? A lot of times we think of it in isolation, like us, me. And what mm-hmm. you realize is that our purpose is not isolated. Our purpose is intertwined with someone else's. It kind of makes me think somebody, I don't remember who I was talking to, but they said, you got to find your joint. So like in the body, in our physical bodies, right? Every piece of our body is connected by a joint somewhere, somewhere. And it allows that part to bend and to move, right? And so it's like a lot of times we want to do these things and we want to just jump out there and be this awesome individual walking in purpose, but it's impossible to do that without being fully connected because God's showing us here through this concept of, of community in this scripture, he's showing us that our purpose is not to be used in isolation. Our purpose is to one, be used in the holistic picture of what God is trying to do and two, be connected with other members of the body of Christ. It shouldn't be that, you know, okay, I'm going to be this person that's going to save everybody. Like, that's not, that Jesus already did that. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's already done. But whatever God is calling us to do, it's going to be connected to where, whatever he's doing in the body of Christ. It's not going to be some lone wolf, lone ranger thing. You know, you generally see a move of what God is doing kind of across the community, across the body of Christ. And so it's like, making me realize how connected it is when we say what's our purpose and it, and how connected it is to people and humans when we say what's our calling like it's so con- we are so connected and i think that sometimes we at least me i'll speak for myself sometimes i look at the concept of purpose and calling as an individual designation and god is showing me through the scripture it is more communal than you think mhm you know, that's such a a valid point and um I I'm I'm really excited to be digging into the scripture this way because um just like a brief transparent moment, um before I got involved in Faith Mamas, uh God had placed it on my heart to connect with, you know, other like minded women, um more specifically wives but but women who, you know, we could study the word together on how to be wise and what it meant and, and biblically and, and all all of these things. So I, I had this like brilliant idea that I'm going to put together this brunch and I'm going to invite all these wives over to my house and we're going to study the word together and, and all this stuff. And it like fizzled out. It, it never actually even transpired. It didn't even fizzle. It didn't even spark. It never transpired. And um, I use that uh, example to say, like, exactly what you were talking about, Dominique, like, God put that desire in my heart. And here I go trying to walk it out on my own, when really, that's not what he was calling me to do. He was calling me to be a part of a body to be connected to women to minister to to, to women. And I do believe that that's the purpose and um for me serving, you know, a role in the faith mama, but it it wasn't for me to walk out on my own. And, and I, I, I truly believe now in hindsight, and especially after digging into the scripture a lot further, like that, that's, that's not where he had me to be because I was trying to walk it out on my, on my own. I wasn't connected to a body to, to fulfill God's greater purpose. You know, man, this is so good. I think 
that a lot of times it's almost like have you ever heard of unschooling so it's this concept in homeschool where um, some people do this concept called unschooling specifically when their kids have been homeschooled and they try to like undo everything the child learned so that the child can learn in a home environment and i almost think of this as like unschooling for the believer because <laughs> i think sometimes we have these mindsets like we have these thoughts about what it means to have purpose what it means to be called and we have these thoughts that when we look at the scripture it's like wait god didn't he's not saying that like i even before you said something ryan today i was literally looking at the exact same scripture you guys were reading and i was just seeing me 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 like that's what i was seeing like hyper focus on what is this saying about me what am i me and when you when you pointed out the community element, it literally felt like God took an eraser to everything I thought I knew about what it meant to be called, what it meant to be chosen. I've never thought about being called as a, and set apart as literally God is taking you and he's, he's putting you somewhere with a group of people. You're not, it's not by yourself. No matter if you think you're by yourself or you feel like you're by yourself, God has a remnant of people that he's setting apart. Like it's not just one person. It's a, it's a whole remnant or a whole group of people. And it's literally like, God's like, here, let me take this eraser right now. Let me erase this concept where you feel like, you know, you're, I think about all these things. I'm like, God, I want to help people. I want to go overseas and I want to go to different countries and help them. I want to build schools. I want to do that. And God's like, he's, he's really showing me right now, like you can go over to another country, but unless you are just as convinced that that other country has something to give to you also, then you're not going to be any help to them. Like you can't go over there saying, I'm going to solve the problems da, 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 because then you undermine the fact that they too are called to pour into you. Don't miss mm -hmm. that part. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, wow, God, he's like, you know, sometimes we get so hyper-focused in our personal calling that we, we're not letting the body of Christ work the way it should. Yes, there's a pouring out that we do, but there should be a pouring in that happens as we connect with other believers all over the world, right? There should be a constant pouring in that happens. And, and I'm just thinking like, wow, God, this is amazing. You're awesome. And God's like, yeah, it's about community. It's about being plugged in. It's about being connected to him first and to what he's doing, his move, and being connected to um, your brothers and sisters in Christ. And I never thought of that when I thought about called and set apart. That was not where my mind went, but now it is. And I'm grateful. Amen. And you know, it's interesting because if you go back way to the beginning, right, he always, like, this was always God's um, design, right? Like, so, you know, you think of the Godhead three parts, right? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And then you think about when he created Adam and Eve, you know, I, I still, don't, I'm not going to say this is why he did it, but it blows my mind that he took a part of Adam to create Eve because technically he created Adam and he didn't, he could create Eve the same way. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to take a part of her, I mean him to make her, but like what you're saying, he just wants to, I believe, like you said, show such an interconnectivity between how he is with us, you know, just how, how he is. And then he kind of just passed it down with even making man and woman. And like, even now where we are now, like if we keep looking through this scripture, this verse and just where we are, like it's always been about communal, like communal activities, you know, the entire time. And it just blows my mind as you're saying this. I'm like, it took me all the way back to Genesis. I'm like, yeah, he's been doing this for a very long time, huh? And that's just, it's awesome. Oh, <laughs> like, it's man. Awesome. 
That is so good. God always takes us back to Genesis. <laughs> always. <laughs> always. Oh, man. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, here, Peter. But in Genesis, like, always goes back to Genesis. I love it. Always goes back to the beginning. Because God never changes. So it's all connected. Man, this is so good. I'll be honest. I didn't think we were going to be talking about community today. But God knew that that's what we were going to be talking about. And I know that we are digging into the topic of called and set apart all month long. And how amazing is it that God kicks us off with a concept that we weren't even thinking we were going to touch. He kicks us off with the concept of community. Talk about smashing the superwoman complex in one blow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God is awesome. One blow. He's like, oh, you know, don't come into this, this, this season or this month thinking, this is the superwoman. I'm going to save the day. I'm going to find my call and I'm going to find my purpose and I'm going to save everyone. Oh, no, 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 no. It's like God smashed that. He came out the back. Like, guys, if you're li- when you're listening to this, this is not in our notes. This is not like we, were, we knew we were going to talk about community. This is not there at all. But God, it's like God wanted to come out the, out the gate strong and say, before we start, let me take away anything that wants to come in you and think that you got to figure this all out by yourself and you got to hold it all on your shoulders and you got to hold it up so that you could be good enough for God's calling. God's like, let me smash that right off the bat before we talk about anything else. Yeah, he, to- he totally is. Because I was going to say, like, even the, even some of the follow-up questions that we, we were, you know, going to gonna kind of d- dig into, they absolutely relate nothing to, com- to community in no form or fashion of the word. So, yeah, I, it, it absolutely was led by God that he wants to reshape our thinking um, in terms of, you know, who, what, what really being called and set apart means that we're part of his body. We're a part of, you know, the, the greater work that he wants to do for the kingdom of God. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it frees us, right? It frees us to have now those conversations about who are we individually when we know that we're not in isolation, you know, Mm -hmm. we know that it doesn't all depend on us. It's like now now you can have those conversations about you, but first you have to put it in context, like it's not just you, you know, you're not alone in this and God is not calling you to do this alone and he's not calling you to do whatever he's called you to do. He's not calling you to do it by yourself and he's not calling you to have the answers to every nook and cranny of his plan. You know, I think that God's like, before we even talk about you personally, I want to talk about you in context to God's plan. So that you know that God's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. And he's also going to put you in a community in which you can walk this out. He's going to connect you, even if it's just to one other person. He's going to keep you connected. I think about Jesus. He sent them out two by two. Like, it was very important that they remained connected. Even Jesus. I mean, Jesus was God in the flesh. He could have done all these things by himself, but he had disciples that walked with him. Like, Everything was about being connected. Janice talked a little bit about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Like, you know, it's all about being connected. And so I'm excited for where God's going to take us next. Um, We had some cool questions. I just want to throw these out to the community because they're pretty dope. So the questions are, like, the the, the next kind of questions are, what do you think contributes most to how you see yourself? And how can we learn to see ourselves the way God sees us? So I think that we can reflect on those now that we know 
that we are in a community, we are part of a body, like, yeah, we can reflect on those. But, you know, let's reflect on them throughout the week. Let's post it in the group. Let's really dig into some of these questions within the context that you don't have to be superwoman. You don't have to carry it all on your shoulders. You don't have to be the answer to everybody's questions. And so I think that that really gives us some freedom. I don't know about you guys, but this really set me free today. I didn't even know I needed this, but I needed it, you know? <laughs> set me free. God of my All right. Well, next week, we are going to talk more about being called and set apart and diving into what it means to be called. What does it mean to be called next week? And we are so excited. Uh, We pray that you are digging into the Bible study toolkit right alongside of us and that you will meet us here. Same bat time, same bat place next week as we talk about what it means to be called. That got me hyped. You said same bat time and same bat place. I don't know. I just really felt (laughs) good. So we want to definitely give a special thanks to all of our podcast sponsors um, for helping us to spread the message through your financial contribution. Um, If you would like to support us in spreading the word of hope, healing, and deliverance to moms all over the world, we would urge you to become a sponsor today. It's going to awesome thing that you're going to be a part of and we truly appreciate you in order to do that you go to www.faithmamas.org slash give and please don't forget to join the thousands of moms all over the world literally um, to download the faith mamas app which is available on google play and the itunes store you'll get access to this podcast as well as all of our awesome, amazing content, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, it gets me all hyped, Ryan, when you say thousands of moms all over the world. Literally, that gets me so excited because that is nothing but God, let me tell you. I don't know how Faith Mamas, Faith Mamas, I don't know how y'all are finding this this app. I don't know how y'all are finding this community. Actually, I do. It's God. Praise the Lord. God, you're awesome. I just have to thank God for being so awesome and for connecting us in his own divine way. God is amazing. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pray us out today. But first, I want to pray um, with the individual. If you're listening and you're saying, man, this was great, but I never accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. If you are right now realizing I've never actually given my life over to him, and I'm still trying to do my life myself, I'm trying to be good enough, I'm trying to do be good enough and have everything all together by myself. Let me tell you, you don't have to do that. Jesus already did it. He died on Calvary. And so I want you to go ahead and say this prayer with me um, so that you can welcome Jesus Christ into your heart, into your life, so he can be your savior. Go ahead and say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I believe that you came from heaven to earth and that you died on a cross and rose from the grave so that I could be set free. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, and save me. And I just want to personally welcome you if you prayed that prayer today. I want to personally welcome you into the body of Christ. It's an awesome place to be. And please reach out to us in the community um, to get even more resources. And Father God, I just want to thank you today for this amazing podcast and this opportunity to connect with women, Lord God, this opportunity to have this discussion on what it means to be called, what it means to be set apart. Father God, I pray that this conversation reaches into 
every country that you would have it to go into, to every home, Lord God, to every car, Lord God, that it just reaches women where they are, Father God, and that it pulls them out of a place where they feel like they have to have all the answers. It pulls them out of a place where they feel like they have to be superwoman. It pulls them out of a place where they feel like they have to have it all together. And then it lets them know that they are connected first to you and that you are connecting them with a body of Christ. You are connecting their purpose with the purpose of others so that we can fully walk out your will. Lord God, I thank you, Father. I praise you, Lord God. I'm so grateful for what you're doing, Lord God. Father God, we ask that this continues to play in everybody's homes that needs it, Father God, and be the deliverance and transformation and the word that you use to deliver and transform um, through homes and everywhere across the world, Father God. We just pray that it gets to who it needs to get to and that you bless the ears of the hearer, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen.